As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sleeping with the Numbers podcast. Dylan here, and we're going to be going over the week five machine learning model picks. But first, as always, we're going to do a question of the day. And the question is going to be, what are some of the best tips you can give a new sports better? And we'll start off with one that I follow myself. And you'll hear me talk about it quite often when I'm talking about odds, mostly money line odds. And my tip is don't bet highly juiced odds. And by juiced, I mean odds that are are very unfavorable. So like minus 200 is usually my line. So minus 200, minus 300, minus 400 and beyond. So the reason for that is a couple. One, a new better might see these massive favorites. So, for example, last week we had the Buffalo Bills playing Houston. And I believe by the the end of it, the closing line was something like minus 1,600 or something like that for the money line for the Bills. Now, of course, they came out and smashed the hell out of (laughs) Houston. But still, um, that's not the point. The point is, in order to actually make money off of that bet, The way the money line works, or the way American odds works, if it's minus 1,600, that means in order to win $100, you have to bet 1,600. I'm not doing that. That gain is not worth the risk. Now, what if they lost? What if the bills end up losing? Then you're out $1,600. Now, again, you don't have to bet that $1,600. You can bet 10 or whatever. But either way, you're out that money and... The reward is not worth the risk. Anything can happen in these games. Massive favorites are only massive favorites because people keep betting on them. And, you know, it doesn't always translate to um, projected win. So that's why I I try to stay away from these juiced odds because there's not enough return. And again, a, a new better might see, well, they're a massive favorite. There's no way I can lose. You can always lose if you couldn't lose. The sports books would not be putting out these odds. They would not let you take the bet. So you can always lose. That's the whole point. So do not take juiced odds. My second tip is don't chase losses. Um, I've seen quite a few people chase losses. And what I mean by that is, uh, let's say last week, you had a real bad week. You're down, you know, $500, $1,000, $10,000, whatever you're gambling. Everyone's different. And don't chase those by betting more the next week. You know, some people might be familiar with a Martingale system with like roulette and in blackjack, other uh, casino games, which is where if you lose the previous hand or the ple- previous spin, you double down your next round because if you win, hey, you're back up. Don't do that unless you have a lot of capital to work with. If you do not have the capital to keep doubling, <laughs> It is not a good idea to keep martingaling these bets because you're going to end up losing way more, most likely. So don't don't chase losses. Accept the losses. Losses happen. You know, that's the point of gambling. It's it's a risk. You have to risk to make a profit. So if, if you're down again, don't try to bet more in order to make up for it. Just accept the loss. Continue the strategy that you're going with and continue pushing forward. And my third and 
probably most important tip. Don't gamble what you're not willing to lose. I'm sure people have heard that quite a bit, but it is so key. I, I've known people in college that are making these bets with money they don't have. They don't have a job. We're college students, you know. We don't have a lot of money. But they're still out making these bets and everything. And then when you want to go out with your friends to the bar or something, you don't have money to spend. So you get to sit at home and, and, and cry. So if you don't have money to bet, don't bet. You don't have to bet. If you still want to, like, play just for fun, there's ways you can do that. There's apps where you can just, you know, pick bets and everything with fake money and, and just follow along that way. Test your strategies that way. You don't have to make actual bets, even though, you know, that that's kind of the fun of it. But if you don't have the money, please do not be betting. It's, it, it isn't worth it. Just don't do it. It's, it's really, it really is that simple. So let's get into these model picks. So we're going to start off with Thursday Night Football. We have the Los Angeles Rams playing Seattle in Seattle. The Rams are minus two and a half away favorites of minus 140 money line. Seattle at plus 115 with a really high over under of 54 and a half points. That gives an implied final score of 26 for Seattle, 28 and a half for the Rams. And I, I truly am surprised by this line. Even though the Rams got it taken to them by Arizona, Seattle is not Arizona. The Rams, I personally believe, are a much better team than Seattle. So I will easily be taking the Rams spread and the Rams to win because like I talked about at the beginning, these odds aren't used. It's minus 140. That's a range of odds that I'm comfortable betting. So I I see the Rams winning this game um, by quite a bit, if I'm being honest. Um, Seattle's defense has not looked great. Their running game is confusing. Uh, Chris Carson is supposed to be the lead rusher, but he got out carried by Alex Collins somehow. And... Uh, as of today, which is Tuesday, Chris Carson had a did not practice today. So that is something to keep an eye on before Thursday. So going to the model, the model also predicts this to be a high scoring game. It predicts a total score of 56 points, which is over that 54 and a half line. So the model will be taking the over. The model will also be taking the Rams to win. However, it does have Seattle to cover that two and a half point spread. I'm... I'm fine with that, but like I said, uh, I think the Rams are a much better team. They're going to get, I would believe, the minus two and a half decently easily. So that's where my bet's going to go. I'll take the Rams to win and cover. The over is a little tougher for me because I think the Rams come out and score quite a bit. Seattle can score as well. Um, let's look at some of these stats here. So in the last three, the Rams have put up 27, 34, 20. Seattle has put up 30, 17, 28. So I guess it depends which Seattle teams comes to play. Um, we know the Rams are going to put up points. I'd imagine they would get 30 and with these lines, it's predicting 28 and a half, but does Seattle get to that 26. That is the question i might not touch this over under by the way if you don't know i have put it out on the twitter uh i am currently in first place on betting pros for over under bets so 
go me. Apparently, I'm pretty good at picking the over-unders. Not so much on everything else, but the over-unders I'm pretty pretty damn good at. I, I'm beating all the experts, given I'm in first place. So, betting pros, give me that expert badge. I deserve it, at least for the over-under stuff. But anyways, let's see what we take here. I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards the under, but um, pay attention to my Action Network at Fantasy Football, P-Y-A-N-T-A-S-Y, on Action Network. Next up, we got a super exciting game with the New York Jets coming off their first win of the season, the first win of Zach Wilson's career, the first win of the head coach's career. Well, as a head coach, that is. He's, he's won with other teams, of course. But as a head coach, you know, I feel good for them. I, I, I do like Zach Wilson. I think he's he has hopefully a, a bright future. It might not be with the Jets, but, you know, remains to be seen. Uh, Atlanta coming off a terrible loss against Washington. They should have won that game. They just cannot seem to get it together. All they can really do is get Cordero Patterson a bunch of points which is super annoying. Anyways, Atlanta Falcons are minus three home favorites with a minus 160 money line. New York Jets at the plus 135, uh, over under of 46 points, giving an implied point total of 24 and a half for Atlanta, 21 and a half for the Jets. This is, <laughs> this might be a pretty underwhelming game with these two teams. The Jets got a big win against Tennessee. But Tennessee also didn't have their top two wide receivers. Falcons losing to Washington. XFL star Taylor Heineke just is impressing. He, he's doing okay. But the Falcons, on the other hand, are not. They can't decide who to really give the ball to besides Cordero Patterson. Kyle, Kyle Pitts has been a little disappointing, giving what was expected of him, which maybe that's the people's fault, my fault. Uh fantasy football players fault in in thinking a rookie tight end is going to come out and just immediately be good it, it kind of takes a bit for tight ends to get uh into the rhythm of things they're not like first round running backs they're they're kind of like heavyweights in the ufc or mma in general they take a while to develop that's why all the heavyweights are like 30 plus years old but getting back to football here let's check out the model the model has the Falcons winning the game, barely. That is, so Falcons to win, Jets to cover the plus three, and it is taking the under. It is projecting 41 points, which is under the 46-point line. I am absolutely fine with all of that because you cover both bases, right? If you're taking the Falcons to win and the Jets to cover, if the Jets win, you still win the spread bet, and you, you somewhat break even there um you you might come out a little bit under because usually the the over under odds are, are minus 110 so you know you'll you'll be down a little bit but at least it wouldn't be a total loss so what you can hope for here is a close game with the falcons winning and the jets only down by two <laughs> so i i'm fine with all of that i probably won't be betting on this besides maybe the under these teams aren't really score scorers so in the past three the jets have put up six zero and then 27 so i <laughs> that that's a little 
misleading there. And then the Falcons have put up 25, 17, 30. So Falcons can score. It's just they're always getting outscored. So I I see the under personally for this one. Uh, Again, pay attention to my action network to see what I actually bet on. Next game, we got two North Northern Division first place teams. We have Green Bay Packers three and one against the Cincinnati Bengals, also three and one, currently first in the AFC North. So good for them. Good for Joe Burrow. Um, never really thought I would say that, but the Steelers don't look good. Anyways, the Packers are minus three away favorites, minus one sixty money line, plus one thirty five money line for the Bengals. A pretty high. Um, over under of 50 and a half that gives Cincinnati 23 and three quarters points and Green Bay 26 and three quarter points. Um, th- I'm, I am amazed that the line is this close. The Packers came out, demolished the Steelers. They demolished Detroit. I mean, everyone's going to demolish Detroit. Uh, barely won against San Francisco, but they're on a hot streak. It's what Aaron Rodgers does. Uh, I'm I'm taking Packers minus three, taking Packers money line. I don't know how it wouldn't be. So, again, what do I know? Who cares what I think? Let's see what the model thinks. So the model actually has the Bengals winning the game. So it's going to take the Bengals to win, the Bengals plus three, and it is projecting the under 50 and a half. It is projecting 46 total points. Um, Yeah, <laughs> like I said, I'm probably betting the opposite. I'm going to take Green Bay to win. I'm going to take Green Bay minus three. Uh, over under remains to be seen. What is the What have the Packers allowed? Let's see what they have allowed. The Packers have allowed 23.8 points per game. Cincinnati has allowed 23. Did that put them over? 20, nope, 50 and a half. No, so Cincinnati's defense has looked good, except against Jacksonville and I guess Chicago. Two really bad teams. Yeah, interesting. I, I'm going to have to take a, a little deeper look at that one, but definitely on, on Green Bay winning this. Next up, we have a NFC North matchup. Two... Poor teams in, in terms of record. So the 0-4 Detroit Lions take on the 1-3 Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are 7.5-point home favorites with a minus 375 money line. Don't take that bet. And the Lions have a plus 280 money line. The over-under has a line of 49.5 points. That gives Minnesota 28.5 to Detroit's 21. And Yahoo has a little... Little stat here: Vikings are six and zero against the Detroit Lions over the last three seasons. That makes a lot of sense because Detroit has been bad over the last three seasons. So I don't think I see this going any differently. Minnesota should win. Um, yeah, they've they've had a tough time, but they've played a lot of tough teams. You know, in the last three, they played Cleveland, Seattle, Arizona. They beat Seattle, but Cleveland and Arizona are fantastic teams. At least this this season. Whereas Detroit just has not looked good in general. They almost beat Baltimore. Almost beat Baltimore. Should have beat Baltimore. But they looked 
awful against Chicago, and that was a game I thought they were going to win. So I don't know what that really says. But yeah, I, I, I expect Minnesota to win this game. Hopefully Dalvin Cook's back to 100%. I need him this week. So the model has Minnesota winning, Minnesota covering the 7.5, and, and it's taking the over just barely. So the line is currently 49.5, and, and the model is projecting 50 points. So again, we're, we're going to adjust these based on the closing lines whenever it gets there. So if that does end up getting to like 50 and a half, the model will be taking the under. So pay attention to that. Uh, you can check out the model at SWTN underscore ML underscore model on Action Network. All of our links are in the description. Just check us out there. Follow us there. That's the easiest way to keep track of these bets. You can also do it at our website, sleepingwiththenumbers.com. And now, my dear, dear home team of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Taking on Denver at home at Heinz Field. Denver 3-1, second in the AFC West. Pittsburgh, last place of the AFC North, 1-3. The Steelers are minus one point home favorites, which I am... I, I have no idea. I don't know anymore. I won't touch it. It's not worth it. So Steelers, minus one point home favorites, minus 115 on the money line. Broncos, minus 105. If you want to take a gamble on that, uh, that's absolutely fine. I think the odds for both of these teams are are great in terms of money line. Um, However, the point total tied for the lowest on the week, 39 and a half points. So that means they are predicting 20 and a quarter for Pitt, 19 and a quarter for Denver. So super low scoring here. If you have some Steelers that are not named Najee Harris, I would be a little bit worried here if if you're playing them in fantasy. Deontay didn't Deontay looked great. He he really did. But Ben is just declining. Each game he looks worse. So if you can sell the Pittsburgh wide receivers, try to do it. That is my advice at the moment. I don't I don't know how many more games Ben plays. He he's going to end up hurting himself, and he's going to be out due to injury. There's no way he gets benched. That that won't happen. There's there's too much pride there in Pittsburgh with Tomlin and, and all them. But injury, you know, I don't know the last time he had a full season. Can we look at that? We can look at that. So let's see. Uh, ben played 15 games last season, so he missed one there. 2019, he played two games. 2018, he played the full 16. So it's been a bit. And he's he's hurt now. He has a, he had a pectoral injury, still does. And he had, I heard, I thought I saw something. He also has a hip injury now. So Ben, get healthy, dude. We need you. We need you. I, I wish nothing but the best, but retirement's coming for you. Anyways, going to the model. The model has the model has Denver annihilating Pittsburgh. It's predicting 22 points for the Broncos, 10 for the Steelers for a total of 32 points. So it is taking that under. I probably tend to agree with that. I think both defenses are fantastic. Neither offense is really threatening at the moment. Uh Teddy Bridgewater Bridgewater I believe it might not be playing. He did get injured 
Uh, I think he was concussed. I can't remember. But he did get injured, so pay attention to that. If there's no Teddy and it is Drew Locke, then I might take the Steelers to win. (laughs) But currently, model has Broncos winning. So it's going to take Denver plus one and the under 39 and a half points. Next, we got a battle for Florida. We have the Miami Dolphins taking on Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Miami one and three, somehow second in the AFC East. Tampa Bay three and one, first in the NFC South. Tampa Bay is 10 and a half point favorites, minus 500 money line. Don't take that bet. And Miami Dolphins at plus 375 for the money line with a point total of 48, which I think is a little low. I think Tampa is going to go to town on them at home. So that gives an implied point total of 29 and a quarter for Tampa Bay, 18 and three quarters for Miami. Uh, Tampa Bay is going to win this one. I would imagine pretty easily the 10 and a half point spread. Now I was wrong on the, on the Houston Texan Buffalo point spread. I thought 18 points was enough for Buffalo. I'm not saying that the, the dolphins are Houston, but come on, <laughs> these big point spreads are always so difficult. That It's just a lot of ground to cover. They couldn't do it against New England this past week, but who knows? Maybe that was emotion. Maybe that was just for theater. Or the rain definitely played a big part of it. New England's defense is also pretty good, and Bill Belichick's a genius. I, I It sucks to say, but he is. Yeah, at least in football. So, yeah, I I'm, I would take Tampa Bay to win here. I don't know about covering. I lean towards the over that, it again, it's going to take two to tango. And if the Miami Dolphins don't come to put up points, that's going to be an issue. Either way, the model is taking Tampa Bay to win. It is taking Tampa Bay to cover the minus 10 and a half, and it is taking the over 48 points. So it is predicting 52 points. So taking the over there. I probably won't bet this at all, but again, stay tuned. Next, we got two two and two teams. That's a lot of twos. Uh, the New Orleans Saints are playing the Washington football team. Washington is a point and a half home underdog. So New Orleans Saints coming in here, minus 130. Money line, Washington football team, plus 110. Uh, somewhat lower over under a 45 and a half total points, giving an implied point score. Of 21 and a half for Washington and 23 for the Saints. Uh, I think Washington wins this game. This is probably a bet I would take on the underdog here. I The Saints are so tough to predict, predict. Alvin Kamara just got his career high in touches last week, or, or maybe it was rushes. Either way, career high. And they lost to the Giants. So I... I don't know what to say about this team. Uh, they they shocked the world by beating Green Bay week one, but since then, it it's just been all over the place. Loss against Carolina, win against New England, loss against the Giants. Maybe they're just going back and forth, and they do win this game. But then again, uh, in the last three, Washington's doing the same thing. Beat the Giants, lost to Buffalo, beat Atlanta, barely. So I don't, I don't know about this one. This one's tough. I think Washington wins. If I if I'm betting this game, I'm, I would take Washington to win, Washington to cover. Over under. Let's see what they've got in the last three. So in the last three, New Orleans have has done seven twenty eight twenty one, 
Washington has done 30, 21, 34. So Washington can put up points. I might take the over on this one. Let's see what the model thinks. So the model is taking the Saints to win. So it is also going to take the Saints minus one and a half, and it's taking the over. It's projecting 50 points, which is over the current 44 and a half point total. Next up, Philadelphia Eagles one and three go to Carolina to play the three and one Panthers. Panthers are minus three and a half point home favorites, minus 190 on the money line, plus 160 for the Eagles and a 45 point total line. That gives an implied score of 24 and a quarter for Carolina, 20 and three quarters for the Eagles. I said it last week, uh, Carolina finally had a test against an actual good team. They they ended up losing. It was pretty close. Uh, they lost 36 to 28, so eight-point game there. One score. But again, that was against a good team. The Eagles aren't a good team. I think... Carolina's defense is for real. If Dallas's defense can shut down the Eagles, so can Carolina's. And the Eagles' rush game is rough. So I'm pretty confident taking the Panthers minus three and a half. And again, that money line minus 190 is within my threshold. So I would probably take that as well. Total points, I, I lean towards the over just at a first glance. Um, Eagles are getting 23.5 points per game. Panthers 24.3. In the last three, the Eagles have done 11, 21, 30. And then the Panthers have done 26, 24, 28. So Panthers can score. Can, can the Eagles? Okay, maybe I am leaning towards the under here because Carolina Panthers are really good. They've only allowed... 66 total points, which is third in the league. So their defense is pretty good. The model is taking Carolina to win, Carolina to cover, and it's taking the over, just barely. It's predicting 46 points, and currently the line is at 45. So again, pay attention to see if we change that bet, if this uh, total over-under line changes before the closing odds. And I want to take a minute here and remind you that we are affiliated with Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight is a one-stop shop for all your prop bets. It doesn't just have to be football. There's football, basketball, uh, hockey. They have MMA. You know, there's really everything on there. So if you want to to get into prop bets, Monkey Knife Fight is an easy way to do it. And if you sign up with our link that is in our description, you get your initial deposit match up to $100. So if you... Deposit $100, they give you $100 to play. So then you got $200 instantly to play on any game you want. So check out, check that out. Link is in the, in the description. And we have a weekly uh, Prop Talk podcast where we talk about prop bets and we fill out lineups on Monkey Knife Fight. So check that out if you are interested. Next, we have an AFC South matchup. Two and two Tennessee Titans, who are somehow first in the AFC South against the winless Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars are at home. They're four-point underdogs. So Titans are minus 190 on the money line, plus 160 for the Jags. Over-under of 48 and a half points, giving an implied point total of 22 and a quarter for Jacksonville, 26 and a quarter for the Titans. 
give me the Titans to win. Give me the Titans to cover. Urban Meyer is a joke of a coach, and I will easily take this bet simply based on that. As for the over-under, probably the under. Now, this will most likely depend on if Julio and A.J. Brown are back. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention to our Injury Report podcast episode uh, to get updated with all the latest injury news before Sunday. So the model has Tennessee winning as they should, Tennessee the cover as it should, and it's taking the over, predicting 51 points, which is over that 48 and a half line. Oh man, I that's a tough one. I, I lean towards the under simply because of the Jaguars. Now they looked good for a second against Cincinnati. They were winning that game. They should have won that game, but Urban Meyer is a joke. I'll I'll continue to say it. The Titans did lose to the Jets. So there is also that. Titans defense does not look great. Uh points per game. Titans are putting up 23.8. Jags 18 and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be taking the under most likely here. Oof. All right. <laughs> Next matchup. Patriots are taking on the Texans. Texans at home. Texans nine and a half point home underdogs giving the Patriots a minus 450 money line. Don't take that bet. Uh, with the Texans at plus 350. This is, again, tied for the lowest over-under with the Steelers-Broncos game at 39.5, <laughs> giving an applied score of 15 for Houston, 24.5 for the Patriots. I don't see Bill Belichick losing to the Texans. Also, shout-out to Mac Jones. He Great game against Tampa Bay. I He's going to be impressive coming forward. Um, he did look good. Tough loss there, but he might be rookie of the year. That's very possible. Either way, going to the model, I, there's probably not a lot to talk about here. It's taking New England to win, New England to cover, and it's taking under the 39 and a half. So predicting 37 points, 23 for New England, 14 for um, the Texans, which makes sense. Patriots defense is pretty damn good. So yeah, I, I agree with all that. That that's I think that's all spot on. Next up we got the two and two Chicago Bears taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders are five and a half point home favorites with a minus two twenty-five money line, plus one ninety for the Bears, and a forty-four and a half over under. That gives an implied score of twenty-five for Las Vegas and nineteen and a half for the Bears. I expect the Raiders to win this pretty good, especially if Fields is the quarterback. They they really got to hope that Dalton gets back in there. Fields may be the future, but it's not the future. So they're going to, if Dalton's back, I, I expect this to be more of a game. Then I would lean towards the over. But if it is Justin Fields, they also lost David Montgomery, which is a big, big impact because he he was doing work. He was doing fantastic. So without him, I definitely lean towards the under of this game. And again, if Dalton isn't back in, yeah, I will probably easily take the under here with the Raiders to win. Yeah, that's that's what I would do. So model, yeah, model agrees with exactly what I said here. So Raiders to win, 
under the 44 and a half and Raiders to cover the five and a half point spread. Next matchup and probably a pretty decent one in terms of fantasy impact. Uh, We have the Cleveland Browns taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers coming off a win against Las Vegas. Chargers are a point and a half home favorites, minus 115, with the Browns at even money for the money line and over under of 47 points. Implied points are going to be 24 and a quarter for the Chargers, 22 and three quarters for the Browns. This is a tough one. This one's... This is going to be a very close matchup, I think. I think both defenses are pretty good. Brown's probably a bit better. Both offenses are solid. And Cleveland is able to hold on to that ball. They're third in the league in terms of time of possession. And that is because of that incredible run game with Hunt and Chubb. And you can't do that without a good offensive line, which they absolutely do have. They give Baker time now what he does with that time is up for debate but either way fantastic run game on the other side herbert eckler williams jared cook keenan allen that offense is powerful but if they're not on the field it really doesn't matter so this is really uh this is really a a fantastic matchup and one that i might just watch and not bet on just because it really is a toss-up. I hope the Chargers win because, I mean, come on. You should know this by now if you've been listening. Uh, so, big fan of Justin Herbert, big fan of Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, all awesome, awesome dudes. Austin Eckler is my uh, small guy hero. Him and Alexander Volkanovsky, they're my small guy heroes. I want to be like them. Proven we can do it, a short guys. Either way, <laughs> talking too much here. Um, yeah, if I had to bet, if I'm being forced to bet here, I'm going to take the over 47. Am I? Am I going to take the over 47? Shit. Uh, let's look at what they can do. Points per game. Points per game, 25 for the Browns, 23.8 for the Chargers. Chargers last three, 28, 30, 17. Browns 31 26 14 yeah I definitely lean towards the over here it's gonna be a good game (laughs) it's gonna be a good game I lean towards the over I think I think I take the Browns to win and cover mostly because of their run game I think if the Chargers are on the field they need to be able to score quickly because the Browns are just going to hold on to the ball, not giving much time to the Chargers to, to use. So, But the Chargers can do that. They can score quickly. So it really is going to be a back-and-forth game and one I am looking forward to. So for the model, model is taking the Browns to win, Browns to cover, and it's taking the under, projecting 41 points, which is under that 47 line. Four more matchups to go. We have an NFC East matchup. The New York Giants are traveling to AT&T Stadium to play the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are seven-point home favorites, minus 350 for the money line, plus 260 for the Giants, and a really high point total of 52. That's probably due to the nature of the Cowboys' offense being able to score a ton of points and their defense allowing a ton of points, which 
hey, that makes sense. But New York's getting competitive. They just won against New Orleans, 27 to 21. Good for them. Barkley seems to be back, which is so nice to say. And like I said, in terms of points per game, Dallas is fourth in the league with 31 and a half points per game. New York with 20.8. So the high point total. Do I think they get over the 52 is another question. 29 and a half for Dallas, 22 and a half for New York is the implied points. I I think that's possible. Dallas probably puts up 30 points. They can just score. Zeke looks back to his normal self. And their defense is allowing these points. So, yeah, I, I think I lean the over on this one. Uh, Dallas, Dallas should win, though. Cover, probably. Um, but I likely won't bet on either of those. The model has Cowboys to win, Cowboys to cover, and is also taking the over just barely. It is projecting 53 points, which is over that 52-point line. Again, pay attention if this line moves, so will the bet. Next up, San Francisco taking on their division rivals, the Arizona Cardinals, who are undefeated. That That's awesome as well. It, it's really cool seeing these... It's a shift. It really is a shift in in the league. You know, as a Seahawks fan, I know they're kind of fading out after being relevant for for so long, and now we have these newer teams. The, the Chargers coming in looking great. The Cardinals coming in looking great. It, it's super interesting to see this shift, and that's what's nice about this league is it is competitive. Um, Side story. So in in college, I took a sports economics class, and um, we did this thing where you were able to calculate the competitiveness of a league. And football was one of the more competitive leagues, with basketball being the least competitive. And I think anyone that watches basketball kind of kind of knows that, because if you see the best players going to a team, obviously they're going to win. Where the it takes a lot more in football because there's more guys on the field. There, there's more nuance to to the game as a whole. Whereas uh, basketball, if your top X amount of guys are really good, they're going to win a lot of games. That why do you think LeBron has so many rings? And you know he had um, that reign in Miami where they just won all the time. The um, Golden State Warriors just won all the time and it, nothing really changed for years. But it, it was like that for the NFL for a bit when, you know, the reign of the Patriots, but that's, that's over. That's over. There's a shift in this league and it's here and it's going to be really interesting and really fun to watch as a fan. Anyways, Cardinals minus five and a half point home favorites, minus 250 money line, plus 200 for the 49ers, over under of 50 points implied uh, is going to be 27 and three quarters for Arizona, 22 and a quarter for San Francisco. Give me Arizona in this game. The minus five and a half is low. I think it opened up at minus two and a half, which I really wish I would have got in on that. But um, minus five and a half now, so people seem to be agreeing that the Cardinals are going to take over this game. The 49ers, again, they're just cursed. They just get injured nonstop. Jimmy G going down now. He hasn't been officially ruled out for the Cardinals game, but it's more than likely going to happen. So pay attention to the injury reports and our injury report. 
on uh, our, our podcast episode for the injury report. Alex Exer should be back here. Our licensed physical therapist should be able to give us some more informed insight of these injuries. The over-under is a bit tougher. We know Arizona is going to put up points. They put up 34, 31, 37 in their last three. <laughs> so they're going to score. Now the 49ers, are they going to score? They've put up 17, 28, 21. That gets them the over. So yeah, sure. I, I lean the over. That that seems absolutely fine. The model is going to take Arizona to win, Arizona to cover, and over. It is projecting a really high-scoring game, 61 points. So get your Cardinals in your fantasy lineups because Kyler Murray is having an MVP-type season. Looking back at who I took for MVP, I, I kind of wish I, I threw a bet on Kyler, and I don't know why I didn't. I have him on all my fantasy teams. I know he's good, but I ended up take, taking Josh Allen, who, again, you know, that's not a bad bet, but Kyler, I, I want— I won't even care if he wins. I, I won't care that I lost that bet. Good for him. Good for him. And speaking of Josh Allen, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills travel to Kansas City to take on the last place Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. That That's wild to say. Anyways, Chiefs are minus three home favorites, minus 140 money line, plus 120 for the Bills. The highest over-under of the week, 56 and a half points. Yes, yes, yes. That's going to be cool. So the Sunday night football, this is going to be it. These primetime games, other than Thursday night games, have been fantastic this year so far. So that gives an implied score of 29 and three quarters for Kansas City, 26 and three quarters for Buffalo. Man, this is, this is a good game. Uh, who wins I really think it's closer than just three points I think a lot of money goes towards Kansas City just because of who they are but I think I'm going to take the Bills I think I'll take the Bills to win and then of course the Bills to cover that 56 and a half is a super high total but that's definitely possible I mean looking at the Bills They've put up 35, 43, 40. Now, those weren't the three best teams. It was against Miami, Washington, and Houston. But they don't back down on the offensive side of the ball. They are putting the pedal to the metal, and they're just going to keep scoring, which is awesome. Then Kansas City has put up 35, 24, 42. So, you know what? That The over is possible. Man, that's a tough one. I, I'm kind of curious to see you know what the public thinks, and then I'll probably bet the opposite. Um, shout out to my friend Frank, who's been been helping me and showing me that new world of the public betting. So the model, wow, yeah, all right, go model. So the model has the Bills winning as well. The Bills to cover two and a half, and it is taking the over. It's projecting 61 points, so that is over that 56 and a half point line. Now, the most confusing part of this for me is the model has the Bills scoring most of these points. Well, that's how they win. But 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 by a lot by a lot, by 17 points. So the the model has the Bills scoring 39 points and the Chiefs only 22. I would imagine it being a bit closer than that, but 
Waddle thinks the the Bills are going to put up points, which they should, and the Kansas City Chiefs defense has looked poopy. I don't know what it is, but they've allowed the second most points in the league with 125, where the Bills have allowed the least amount of points with 44. Now, again, that's not all because of their defense. That is also because they played Houston, Washington, Miami, and Pittsburgh. So, you know, maybe those stats are a little bit padded. But either way, the the uh, Kansas City defense has not looked great against good offenses, you know, allowing 36 to Baltimore, 30 to the Chargers. So Bills are going to score here. And Patrick Mahomes is going to have to come back slinging. So, again, fantastic game to watch. Final game of the weekend, kind of a stinker of a game. Uh, the Colts go to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Ravens are... Seven point home favorites, minus 300 on the money line, plus 250 for the Colts, 45 and a half uh, over underline. And I only say this is a stinker because the Colts are poopy because uh, of Carson Wentz and his broken ankles, sprained ankles, whatever. It doesn't matter. He sucks. That's mean. Anyways, uh, Baltimore should win this game. Do they cover? Probably. Uh, over under 45 and a half. Man. I don't know how the Colts score. I think I lean the under at the moment. So for the final time of the day, the model has the Ravens winning, the Ravens covering, and it is taking the over. It's projecting 48 points, 28 for the Ravens, 20 for the Colts. So that's going to do it. If you want to follow these bets, check us out. At our website, sleepingwiththenumbers.com, there's tabs there for the model bets, our bets. Um, you can also follow it on Action Network, which is a fantastic little app. We use it personally. We use it for the podcast bets, for the model bets. You can check it all out there. Links are in the description. You can follow us on Twitter at SWTN underscore podcast. YouTube at Sleeping With The Numbers. Instagram was at Sleeping With The Numbers. TikTok at Sleeping With The Numbers. Again, just search for Sleeping With The Numbers and you will find us. And that's going to be it. Uh, appreciate you listening. This has been, again, super fun for a lot of reasons. Doing the podcast, doing the model prediction. it's It's been good. And uh, appreciate everyone listening. And we'll, we'll see you next time. I have a DFS lineup episode coming out. We have the fantasy episode coming out on Friday. Prop talk, injury report. I'm going to do a DFS lineup review. Um... So come check us out. We got content for you. Bye-bye.